as the villagers enjoyed their snowless winter day. They studied the looming clouds, guessing how much snow may fall that night. Children's voices filled the frosty air. It was the village youngsters. They sang about the death crone while carrying an effigy of straw and sticks to each house. The death crone was the Slavic goddess of winter, Morana. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 82, the Slavic goddess of winter, Morana. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. Mahalo nui loa to all of you who continue purchasing our show's merchandise through TeePublic or Amazon. You too can show your support for our show by making your purchases through the link in our show notes or visiting our website, legendsfromthepacific.com. All sales go directly back into our show to keep things running, and as of this recording, I have not paid myself. So purchase your Legends from the Pacific merch today. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word and a possible connection to Baba Yaga's origins. But first, the Slavic goddess of winter and death, Morana. Now, there's a lot to unpack with Morana, because she's an old goddess. How old, you may ask? Well, she's connected with a lot of other gods like Hecate, the Celtic goddess Kaliach, and the Roman god of war, Mars. That being said, Morana may have started as the goddess of agriculture and held the positive aspects of the archetypical mother before becoming the goddess of winter, death, snow, and famine. Talk about an identity crisis. So how did things escalate so quickly? One possibility is she seduced the sun god, but he found another lover, which understandably infuriated Morana, who poisoned him. The poisoned sun god burned Morana, banished her to the underworld, and she became the goddess of winter, death, and all that other stuff. Personally, I feel bad for her since she was the one being cheated on, but I digress. People believe Morana gets her revenge on the sun by holding it in the underworld during winter, which is why during this time the sun stays under the horizon until spring. Morana has many names, but we'll refer to her as either Morana or Marazana. As usual, I apologize for any mispronunciations. Her name includes the word for death, or depending on the culture and version of her name, it may include the word mare, as in the nightmare creatures connected with sleep paralysis and suffocating sleeping people. Morana has two appearances. Her default seems to be a withered old hag, but if you don't fear her, she appears as a beautiful maiden with pale skin and long dark hair with wolf fangs or claws. She lives in a mirror palace beside a bottomless river protected by deceitful serpents. Neat. To encourage the return of spring, a ritual needed to be conducted. 
An effigy of Morana was constructed with straw, cloth, and sometimes other things as jewelry. As mentioned in our opening story, children carried the effigy to houses to absorb every trace of winter. The effigy was dunked in ponds, pelted with snow or mud, its clothes were torn, and it was set on fire, then thrown into a river. A set of beliefs accompanied the ending of the ritual, with dire consequences for those who violate them. While these activities varied based on regional customs, it should be noted a river was critical since it took what the effigy absorbed back to the underworld. Also, Morana's effigy needed to be sacrificed to the water spirits to gain their favor to ensure a bountiful harvest in the coming year. Adults may have performed this until children realized it could be fun. Also, only women and girls took part in this which caused a male version to be created for boys. Because the ritual is so old, much of its history is unknown, and medieval scholars suggested the ritual we know now is likely a lighter version of what used to be. The following is Legends from the Pacific Original Story, and is based on cultural records. On the night of the new year, or the great night, Morana and her twin brother were born. He was spirited away into the underworld and raised by its ruler while the gods raised Morana. When they were young adults, the boy left the underworld, bringing with him spring's lushness. A festival was held to celebrate spring. Everyone remarked how beautiful Morana was and the handsome boy from the underworld. Maybe this time will be different. Unaware they were siblings, the two were infatuated with each other. He courted her and they were married. The sacred union of gods and siblings brought peace between the realms and underworld. The sun shone brighter and promises were made that no storms would harm the crops. However, the handsome husband was enticed by another. Fierce Morana killed her adulterous husband and shattered the peace. The mortals collected their harvests while the gods resumed their feuding. But as storms ravaged the land, heartbroken Morana withered without her mate. Grief wrinkled her skin while her darkened mood embraced death and harsh, frigid conditions until she passed. Then, on the night of the new year or great night, Morana and her twin brother were reborn. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Our closing story explains what causes the seasons, which shows similarities with the story of her and the sun god. Unfortunately, Morana is trapped in a Prometheus type of loop. I guess some gods just can't catch a break. Today, many continue making Morana's effigy. It originally occurred on the fourth Sunday of Lent, or White Sunday, but in the 20th century it was moved to March 21st, which is the spring equinox. 
The church has unsuccessfully attempted stopping this practice and tried replacing the effigy with one of Judas, which was thrown from a church tower. Movies and television shows have been made about Morana. Many heavy metal bands have songs or albums named after her various names. The American brewery Devil's Backbone makes a dark Czech lager named Morana. I wonder if they'll send us samples for mentioning them. Marazana's name was mentioned in the 2016 BBC reboot of Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency as Project Marazana. That was a good series, but I'm partial to the work of Douglas Adams, who's known for the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series. I feel we should give more credit to Marana, for she is also a goddess of transformation, since death leads to rebirth. I also found her ritual interesting since we see similar burning effigies with Bonfire Knight and, of course, the Wicker Man. While Morana is associated with spring, there's actually another goddess connected with spring. But that's a story for another time. Oh, and that thing about Baba Yaga? Well, some believe Morana created her, while others believe Morana became Baba Yaga. Now, that's an interesting theory, since it presents a lot of possibilities and questions. If you feel our show deserves five stars, please give us that rating, write a review, and share Legends from the Pacific with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. Mahalo to everyone thanking me for my board game recommendations. I always enjoy helping out fellow geeks and bringing friends and family together. Once again, I own and play all the games I recommend. This week's recommendation is the resource management game Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico challenges players to grow, develop, and sell goods. Most players will understand it after a few rounds and be able to strategize. Links for Puerto Rico can be found in our show notes, so check it out today. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Mele Kaliki Maka Melody by Kapena, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuala Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is kao. Kao means season. An example of kao is Hawaii experiences little changes in kao. Once again, Cow is Hawaiian for season. Check out this episode's board game, Puerto Rico. Please use our Amazon affiliate link in our show notes. Every little bit greatly helps our show. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo, ahui ho, and mele kaliki maka. For Christmas,